It's time for the Dog of the Week. All right, guys, uh, Dog of the Week this week, um, none other than President Donald Trump. You don't often hear me say that. Not that I'm a huge fan. I am a quite con- quite a conservative guy. Your calls can be directed to Troy Harvey. I, I, I am asking. I mean, can That's... you actually call the president a dog of the week? We will find out. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> okay. We'll, be did. Fi- we'll find out on Monday. Hey, this is like the First <laughs> Amendment, right? Okay. Just, right. just checking. All right. Um, so uh, the reason that I do this, he's stepped into a realm that actually impacts us in the financial world. He uh, basically suggested that Puerto Rico's $73 billion in debt yes. will be canceled. He's saying off, it, yeah, just... he, and he even called out, you know, if you hold it, you know, maybe this is Goldman Sachs. He said them, you know, stated their name uh, specifically. You can say goodbye by or goodbye to that. So right. uh, why, why in the world are you saying something? This is... Not really legal. I mean, it, it, it's unprecedented in the world of municipal bonds that you would have uh, the the uh, federal government to say uh, we're not paying this back. We Bye-bye. don't we don't require uh, the issuer to pay back the debt that they borrowed. So. It, one thing about uh, municipal debt you should understand, I guess, is uh, it's very rare, especially in general obligation bonds, uh, to have a, a debt that defaults and doesn't pay you back. Um, very rare. If you look at the spectrum of uh, bond ratings, you go to even down to speculative grade, less than a triple B minus rating. Uh, and and even if they have a default, it's actually safer than uh, a single A corporate bond uh, mm-hmm. for for default and repayment um, statistics. So uh, the fact that he would even say what he did is amazing, and he actually caused some of the folks in his cabinet to have to come out and talk about, oh, wait well, a minute, hold on. I don't, I'm not so May. sure. He actually meant that. You <laughs> yeah, know. <laughs> right. that's, that's exactly how they uh, they couched it. But mm-hmm. uh, it, um, and, and, and it this was not a malicious mean. act on their part, that they were the victims of a Rico storm. Yeah. This isn't, Puerto, hey. you know, so it's yeah. just the whole... I, storm I agree. around what he's saying and, right. and the storm itself. And I will is, tell you that you know outside the storm, uh, some of the things that they've done fiscally have not been the best. Right. It, it, they have not um, kept their house very well. Yeah. I, I'd be the first to say that. But you're absolutely right. This was a uh, a natural occurring disaster. Uh, nothing they brought on themselves. Right. But they were in a spot where they couldn't really dig themselves out of it very easily either. So I think that's the point he's trying to make right but don't start throwing rocks at my municipal bond uh, industry where you're going to say that they can just default and buy buy and bonds. just walk away yeah, yeah. Uh, well yeah. those bonds at the moment are selling at about a, a 60 percent yield there's some eight month bonds selling at a 60 percent yield anybody in this room looking Goodness to buy gracious. some bonds yeah, don't buy those yeah <laughs> don't buy those it's uh, it's more of a risk you're gonna then you're gonna uh, that you should then you should be willing to take this is a speculation and right. you probably will see folks like uh, Goldman Sachs or some of the some of the people in the the hedge fund world that are going to take on those sorts of things but wow. honestly it's uh it's just crazy don't say that uh 
you're just going to get to walk away scot-free. It's, this yeah, it's going to set a precedence going forward if that were to happen. Uh, a very dangerous precedence. Precisely. Precisely. So. All right, guys. So uh, we got some questions uh, that we want to answer um, on a situation. I always like to call it the situation. situation. Bill, Bill doesn't like the case study word. I don't know why. Well, but uh, he's not here, so you yeah, use I think he term. might be a listener. Oh. I'm not sure. He might be in the review Protocol. Mm. Yeah, so that's unfortunate. Let's, let's talk about the situation. <laughs> <For you. laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, when it comes to Social Security for married couples, Jennifer, there's a whole lot going on. We've got a, a situation laid out here. Joseph right. and Abby, ages 55 and 57. Um, you know, there's um, 401ks involved. Uh, combined, they have over a million dollars in 401ks. There's uh, uh, some IRAs as well, about half a million dollars in IRAs among the two, a uh, joint brokerage with a few hundred thousand dollars. I'm not sure that any of that uh, raises uh, raises the decision-making process or, or changes the decision-making process. So, Yeah. No, they're 10 years away from retirement. Right. This is a second marriage. Okay. Um, so... We get a lot of these questions, Jennifer. Yes. I mean, you know, and it, um, there are a lot of, you know, the, the, I think the basic question is when should they take Social Security? Right. That's what they're trying to figure out. And there's a lot of different things that go into trying to determine when the best time is. You know, a lot of people just strictly take it and look at, okay, if I start, I mean, you, you can start, the earliest you can begin taking it is at 62. Um then you have a full retirement age based on when you were born, uh, and then after you know, and you can wait age sixty seven. Yeah, and then you can wait until you're seventy. You Correct. can push it out until you're seventy. And the longer you wait, the bigger percentage. The, the of bigger the, the amount right, that you be. receive. Sure. But so a lot of people look at when do I break even? You know, if I start at sixty two, how long does it right. take for me to you know? Or if I start at full retirement age instead of waiting until I'm seventy, you know? But there's a lot of different things that go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you also want to take into consideration if you don't start receiving the social security if you're retired. We kind of look at it as when you need the money. Obviously, if you're still working. You don't want to take it early Correct. because you're going to get penalized for taking it early. Even if you get to full retirement age, if you're still working and you don't need the money, then it might be okay to delay it until you're 70. A lot of people are working long, longer, longer now. Um, but if you are not working and you've retired and you need the money, you also have to look at what that's going to change on how you invest your money if you're not receiving the social security right sure because then you're going to need more of your assets in fixed income investments away from the volatility of the stock market and so over the long term you're not going to get as big of a return on those assets because you've got more in fixed income Yeah, especially these days especially with the bond uh, interest rates as Mm -hmm. low as they are in bonds barely if if at all beating uh inflation rates you know where the stock market increases on average about ten and a half percent per year you got bonds now that are paying i mean just think about what we've got in the treasury 10-year treasury at 2.4 percent inflation at 1.9 
you're barely adding yeah. to your purchasing power for sure. The other thing is where your assets are invested, because if most of your assets are in retirement accounts and you're then going to have to pull the money from the retirement account, right. you're paying taxes on that. Every dime. Every dime. And so, yes. you know, you're, you know, you're, you may be defeating yeah, the, the purpose, purpose of right. trying to hold off on that. So, you know, I always tell people, you know, you want somebody who can sit down and run a set of financial plans for you and help you, you know, or do a social security analysis for you so that you can see what will it look like if I take it at 62? What will it look like if I, you know, if you're retiring that right. early? What would it look like if I wait until full retirement age? Or what would it look like if I wait until I'm 70? Because everybody's situation is going to be different. There is no right or wrong answer immediately you know we we yeah. always tell you to do this so there's no rule of thumb that you can use it's it's really just a specific uh, need need to have a financial plan and a review of the social security right. I, I mean in general i would say for the way i see it mostly turn out again if you don't need the money like if you could if you could live off of the income that you have coming in the door whether you're retired or not and you don't need that social security sure then you know, then you could delay it. Yeah. But so if, if you, you're if you're living off of a brokerage account where the money right. is in a taxable account, mm-hmm. and you don't have to pull it from those IRAs or retirement accounts, you're saying that it would be like be well, more not nec- likely. Not necessarily a brokerage account, but let's say you had a pension. Okay. And you have you know rental yeah. income. If you have money coming in flowing into you. Okay. And you could keep your accounts invested, you know, based on that and you don't need that money then you don't need the social security to supplement your income that you have coming in the door then you could probably delay it okay so it's it's heavily dependent on the tax situation Correct. so mm-hmm. all right uh makes absolute perfect sense to me uh it's not just predicated on how much you get and when and when right know, so mm-hmm. uh, and and the break-even analysis doesn't help I mean it does give you some idea but it's it's not the only it's answer a, it's one factor it's in one many factor different yeah. facets that we would want to to look at and review right you know the same thing with so you know quickly we're running out of time on this segment but um, marriage so if you're married and you are divorced so yes the potential is you know your ex-wife or ex-husband may be able to access some benefit and your current spouse may be able to have some benefit there as well it really just depends on years of marriage you know kind of what each situation so we're looking at kind of three individuals so we'd want to also have those conversations mm-hmm. about what exactly the, the longevity of those marriages what happened in those marriages did one spouse work did one spouse not all of that also goes into play so yes potentially three people might be receiving the benefit from his um uh, from uh, a single yeah a single person who's yeah. paid in wow uh just on a an emotional basis how likely do you think that is to uh to happen that everybody's happy and jovial and wants to talk about those sorts of things oh it happens oh yeah i'm sure they they're gonna love <laughs> to call and all Talk right. about the history of their ex with the current spouse in the room. Yeah, how about a little ACDC? <laughs> if you want blood, we'll get out of this segment, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Money Talks. Stick around. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. 
Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.